0: Full-time at the Brentford Community Stadium. Brentford 1, Wolves 2. Match day Live Extra full review. I'm Mikey Burrows. Alongside me here has been the Hall of Famer Andy Thompson and watching from home the former Wolves women defender Claire Hakeman. The story of the game. There was a serious clash of heads between two Brentford players in the first half that ended up seeing a lengthy delay and both replaced as concussion substitutes. We then had a drone ...that was being flown an illegal drone over the stadium... ...and Premier League rules mean that you cannot have that. It's all to do with the broadcasting rights... ...which meant that the play had to be stopped... ...and the players were taken off the field. When they eventually returned... ...we played 19 minutes and then had the half-time period. Wolves came out in the second half... ...well they came out after the initial stoppage... ...it has to be said incredibly strongly... ...after what had been a really difficult first 20-25 minutes. João Matinho with a wonderful goal... ...early in the second half to find his way past Jonas Lursel in the Brentford goal with the outside of his right boot after some really neat interplay on the edge of the penalty area Brentford got themselves back level in what was a tumultuous couple of minutes. Toti Gomez was shown a red card for a lunging challenge in only his second Wolves and Premier League appearance. Although the referee Peter Banks went to the VAR screen and decided to overturn the decision, downgrade it to a yellow card. But the resulting free kick found Ivan Tony and Mark to the far post. And he expertly volleyed home, it has to be said. Brentford pushed and pushed and pushed. But in the end, Ruben Neves came up with a moment of magic when he was teed up by Gian Martino on the edge of the penalty area struck it low into the bottom corner. Wolves thought they'd extended their advantage right to the death when Adama Traore struck for the second game in a row only to see this one ruled out by a marginal offside decision by VAR. In the end it was 50-50 in terms of possession there's not many times you see that exactly 50-50 Brentford with 11 shots to Wolves, seven but only the one on target from the home side. Wolves only had two on target in the end. Six corners for Brentford to Wolves, three. And in terms of the passing accuracy, Wolves just edged it with 75% pass accuracy. Slightly more passes than Brentford made in the game in total. Andy Thompson, you've had a moment or two whilst I've been listing off all that happened. I'm not sure that's entirely all that happened. But my word, what a game we've seen here.
1: Well, it is, Saloches, so and you knew that it was going to be a battle coming here. Saloches, so the way that Brentford play, the way the crowd gets behind them. Um, but you've seen the Wolves again, haven't you? The way that they defend. OK, they'll be disappointed with the goal they've conceded. Um, just got caught underneath the ball, left Tony at the back post um, on his own. Good finish from him. But it's the way that the bench back, the way that they come back into the game. So like a, a great finish from, well, Matinho and Neves. Uh, just a shame about the goal from Traore, was it? Which was marginal as well, wasn't it?
0: That's bringing Claire Hagman who's been watching from home. I don't know whether it was any easier to watch from home than it was here in the stadium, Claire.
2: Wow, it was fairly intense from here as well. Um, I thought the second half, such such better quality and possession that uh, the Wolves showed. I think. Um, it was good, actually, in terms of we've been waiting for us to be a bit more clinical and we didn't have many chances, but actually the ones that came along, we finished. So that was kind of really pleasing because that's kind of got us gone full circle in this season to, to the last time we played Brentford when we probably created plenty of chances, but we didn't convert any. Um, but the possession was brilliant. The two goals were superb. Um, I think the first one from Martinio as we said, but I think it was just the how intricate the play was between Samedo, Neves, Dendonka then, then coming back out for a great finish from Moutinho. And the same for the Neves goal, the fact that it came all the way for, down the right-hand side. Uh, a brilliant ball that Neves started with down to Pudence uh, and, obviously, then it switched across the box to Alton and a nice set-up from Martinio. so, but you know, passed through like six or seven players there to, to get towards the goal. So. Brilliant team goals, um, which is kind of what you want to see. and, And in the end, we really showed our quality.
0: There's a couple of different elements to this. And I'll leave the two of you to discuss which one is more important at the moment. The fact that Wolves are getting goals from other areas or the fact that they are just so stout defensively that they are incredibly hard to get anything from. I, I don't know which is more important at the moment, Tomo.
1: Well, <laughs> well, if we can have both, it's both, isn't it? So look, we're defending really well, So look, we're making sure, we make it difficult for teams to break us down, but again, we've said if you keep a clean sheet, it gives you an opportunity to win games, and that's what we've done really well, um, well, in the last few months, I'll say, so especially where we've gone forward and say, won games 1-0, uh, closed out the games, okay we conceded today and they'll be disappointed with the goal that they conceded I think because so it's very unlike us to get um, outnumbered in the penalty area and, and the free effort on goal, so like the way that we've uh, defended but what they have shown today is resilience isn't it? it's Resilience it's to go uh, once level Brentford to go and get that winning goal and so they did score a third, it unfush- unfortunately it was uh, ruled offside but it just shows the character and the uh in this team and the way that they play that they want to push on they want to win the game they're not happy with just getting the point they want to win the games and it's that belief as well isn't it from the team that they they know that they can score and they know they're going to create opportunities but as claire just said on there we're starting to becoming a little bit more clinical in front of goals so look instead of having loads and loads of chances we're starting to get opportunities and finish them and that's going to cause a big problem with us not conceding that many goals but also as well making sure we score at the other end.
2: Yeah, brilliant. Same as Ch- Tomo, really. I thought um, they'll be disappointed with that goal. I think, you know, it's, it's a goal in open play. I think it's something we could have done something about. I think uh, maybe with the VAR incident that came just before it for Toti Gomez, maybe the relief that obviously hadn't been sent off and, and maybe losing a little bit of concentration to leave him unmarked at the back post. Um but I think if you get that resilience defensively, if if we graft like we have, I think Toti Gomez, I think did brilliantly again. I mean, that was a completely different kind of game today. They were physical, they were intimidating. I mean, you look at the way they blocked off. Saw with absolutely no worry at all that two players separately chased him down to make sure he didn't get that ball away. You know, it's an intimidating situation for a young player to w- walk into in the Premier League. And I thought he dealt with the game brilliantly, uh kept his composure, had a lot of the play as well, second half when we were in possession, uh, and did really well with it. So I think it's getting that balance, isn't it? uh We want to keep the clean sheet. And I do think, as much as you can keep a clean sheet, then the pressure's on the forwards to go and get the goals for us. But um, the fact that we're getting goals from midfield as well, with Neves and Matic contributing today, is brilliant. We know we've got Jimenez to come back in. I think Fabio did a really good job today. I think he had a couple of only a couple of opportunities, but his graft and his pressure, uh, and the way that he's pressing the ball, he looks like he wants it. And, and you know, this is the Fabio that we probably missed uh, when he had those couple of chances and opportunities early on in the season, where he, you know, he, he didn't didn't look like he had this level of desire. So. Uh, I envisage he'll go and get minutes against Norwich in the FA Cup as well. And he'll do the world of good for his confidence. Um, like we said, pre-match, if he could go and get a goal, I think um, I think he'll, he'll he'll push on even further. But yeah, lots of positives to take. Um, scoring two, conceding one, you know, it's three points at the end of the day. We didn't get the clean sheet, but we got the three points and, and that's all that matters.
0: What, let's talk about... Um... Jean because it, it it's kind of remarkable in a way isn't it that we we took it for granted that he scores one goal a season and there's normally kind of a minimum of about 40 games between his goals is there anything different Tomo that you've seen in his game that that explains what's happened to him in the last couple of weeks
1: well I don't know if it's come from the manager um, or just the way that we play that it, they're trying to get the, the midfielders to back up the forwards because you know we're playing with just that one up front and it's difficult for the the lad up front. I felt a little bit sorry for Silver. He worked really hard up there. But you've got to get players up to him. You've got to get players in that and the only area that it's going to really come from apart from the wide areas is that central position. Now if we're playing three in there that one of them has got to get up to the box or has got to link up with one of them. It, usually it's been Dendonka but you've seen to this afternoon that Martinho's got his goal because he's gone and linked up with Samado, got a little one two great first touch when he's got the ball back from Samedo and then also as well you've seen Nevers pushing on there to get the winning goal in the end um, and putting it up there as well and that's what they've got to do they've got to take it in turns if they, if that's what's going to happen to get into there because it's going to be a battle for the, the strikers up there, we've seen it with him and there's getting frustrated about playing up there on his own and saying not having much of the ball but you just need a little bit of help but I would still like to see our full backs pushing on a lot more I think Samedo in that second half showed us what he can do I say he was running down this right hand side he's close to us here just in front of us but he was linking up he can even do it even more with the way that he plays it he was a couple of times he just had half chances just to square it and it's either come off him or he just overrun it but again he's, he's up there for the the Moutinho goal isn't he so a little one to Moutinho for the goal and for me I think if the right full-back's going down there because of the way that we're playing that left back uh, Ait he has got to be an voice first for it as well but, yeah, I just think that the, the, the midfielders have got to just try and get up there. And I think that's what they're trying to do um, from the manager, who you can see he's waving his team up higher up the pitch. wants mm. them to get up there. And I think that's coming from from him.
0: I, I just wondered, Claire, whether you think that there is a little bit more license, perhaps, to to the way João Martinho and the way that, that Ruben Neves are playing at the moment that's enabling them to get into those kind of areas that maybe we just didn't see in the last year or so
2: yeah i think so i think it's a real push isn't it for it's it's an attacking style of play so we're out there to try and create chances and all although we didn't have like a lot of chances on the board today we had a lot of quality possession and you can see those players interchanging the movement especially for those two goals just showed the level of movement and interchange in play between all of those uh, the the uh, Neves goal, the Moutinho goal in particular. Then Donker ended up down the right wing, and that's kind of what you want—that flexibility and freedom for them to go and like embrace it. Um, and I think you'll always find that they they will drill them in training. That you know, if somebody pushes on here, somebody sets in to cover there. So if two of them have gone, somebody will be kind of got the cover on for the for the back three. So they have got that flexibility to push on, and a lot of it will be it will be talked through. You've got like characters like Cody that will ensure that you know the gaps are not there the fact that they're interchanged I think it's really hard for the the opposition to mark and today the fact that we've gone with two up top uh, and come our way with the three points you know most of the time we're playing with three up top and we're still coming away with three points and clean sheets so I think that flexibility makes us very difficult to defend against and I'd guess that teams that are coming up against us in the next few weeks maybe don't quite know which Wolves is, is coming at them and uh, you know, given the month that we've got in February with the Premier League games, once we get the FA Cup out of the way, we've got some really tough fixtures in there and I think we're gonna need that little bit of fluidity where, you know, one one game it's gonna be sitting about sitting deeper and absorbing the pressure. Uh, the next game it might be about the high press. It's it's just interchanging and having that flexibility and um, putting into practice the the things that they work on in the training ground.
0: On that point, Tomo, um Claire Claire raises it quite rightly that they obviously went to three in midfield today. Uh, did they, is that effectively when you look at it, would you say that Bruno has is, is, is out-tacticked Thomas Frank? Has he won that tactical battle in terms of what probably Brentford expected from Wolves and, and then what they actually got?
1: Yeah, I th- I, well, I said that earlier on. So, like, I think that they're, especially Tony, their front two um, seems to drop a little bit away from our back line um, and was in midfield area. And I think he's put the three in there where Neves can play a little bit deeper. He's got Dendonker and matinho alongside him as well. But it was just to prevent those from getting that ball and running at us. Because they caused us all sorts of problems at Molineux, the front two of Brentford. And and I just thought that he's gone out there to make sure that he nullified what their threat was going to be. Ball's down the middle. It's allowed then then if, if they were competing, the lads at the back... Um, that they could get the foot in or could win the ball. And I think sometimes it releases Neves a little bit more. I think that Neves, again today, Okay, he didn't find his range all the time today, but he still played well. He's still influential throughout the game. uh, Still was on the ball a lot of the time. But for me, I just think that that they did it in there. They made sure they broke things up. And I think that break did us kind of a favour in that, about the drone, where we've gone in, because I thought Brentford were on top there. They were starting to build a little bit of momentum. But when we've gone in, we've come out and we looked a lot more on it. The manager's probably adjusted a couple of little things. It's probably helped him out to actually do it. And we looked a lot stronger coming out after that break. But again, we've come into the second half and I knew he was going to score. I knew that we were going to score the way that we played. We looked a lot better and comfortable on the ball. I know Brentford were going to throw a lot at us, but it's all about that quality in that top third. And and the first time that we actually did a little bit of quality was the Matinho goal little bit of quick play around there. Good break down the right-hand side um, and getting the goal. And It was very similar to the second goal with Neves where we had a little bit of play from that left-hand side. eight Aitnuri coming in there. And again, it's been, I wouldn't say comfortable, but we're looking at control of games. We're looking at control of games. We look like we're going to win games. Uh, and it's a great feeling to have. It's a great feeling to know that you can win games. We don't give much away. You'll be disappointed, as I said, about the goal, the give away but they'll know that they can go out there and threaten
0: anybody. Let's talk about some of the other key incidents. Um, Claire, the Toti Gomez red card that was overturned, what did you make of it? Right call?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think it was a yellow, wasn't it? I mean, his foot wasn't off the ground. He almost slipped into it, I think, slightly. It was was a little bit clumsy, wasn't it? But it, it was a yellow card. I mean, I don't think there was any danger. I mean, if you start giving those red cards, people won't be able to tackle anymore, will they? So... Um, I think that was the right decision from the referee and you know it's kind of like been good the last couple of games that we've we've had a bit of positive result from VAR we've, we've had so much it's about time um, Claire. it's
1: about time yeah yeah it is about time <laughs> isn't it
2: you think the last two games it makes you a bit worried doesn't it about what's to come but um, it's good to have two in, you know in our favour and it's the right decision so that's where VAR works and that's great and that's what we should be talking about didn't it work yeah it did he replayed it he, he, he agreed that he made the wrong call brilliant that's how it should be like a referee confident to be able to you know overturn the decision and say yeah didn't 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 obviously see it correctly yeah it's a yellow not a red brilliant obviously we can see it straight away anyway so yeah. you know um it definitely rocked us a little bit but um positive to see that uh in our favor anyway
1: yeah, so Mike has even said that I might even start liking VAR. How dare he? <laughs> 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 yeah, well, that,
0: thanks to Adama Traore's goal being overruled. Oh, leveled
1: it off, uh, Leveled uh, it off, leveled uh, it off. Uh, that that chance is gone. gone. Um,
0: it's, a, it's a shame for Adama Traore, actually, because, you know, given, obviously, all the, the speculation that is going on around Adama Traore at the moment, you know, if, if you see his reaction to scoring that goal, said a lot to me.
1: Which is his reaction and also the team's reaction. I say, like Sar's run the length of the pitch again and Connor Cody's run the length of the pitch. And wow. we saw that um, the other day as well. So, like, uh, in the game when we won against Southampton. So, again, you can see that they're all together as a squad. And, and there's no better feeling than a unity of a, a, a squad, a team and uh, the players that are out there. Uh, and you see what it meant to him. And the seller, like, you see the, the passion that he's still got for playing for this Wolves team. And, again, and the passion that the players have got with him as well and the belief that they've got in him. And, look... He wants oh, look, say, look, it's a, it's a short uh, career, so look, and he wants to get the best for him. But I still think that he's got a, a massive future at Wolves. Me personally, I know he'd probably probably be moving in the window if he does. But I think he's still got a lot to offer this this club, and I think that um, I want him to stay. I think the team want him to stay. I think the players want him to stay. And it just shows you at the end there when he scored the goal that he's, the way that he celebrated. He's still passionate about this club as well.
0: He is a remarkable weapon, uh, Claire Hakeman. I mean, it does tell a story somewhat that he is a weapon that is used sparingly from the bench in the last couple of games. But even so, to have that kind of option to throw on there, to utilise the strength and speed, was what worked for Wolves today.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a great option to have off the bench, isn't it? But equally, I actually think that uh, how impressive Bruno Large has been with... The way that he rotates the squad slightly, quite small changes, quite uh, subtle at times where he's obviously read into what he thinks about a team that they're playing and, and, and sets us up uh, accurately. And I think that even the subs that have been used at the right times has been good. So I think he knows exactly now where and when to use Traore and I think we're getting to know that. And I actually think Adam has been pretty good in the last few games for us in that What he's doing, he's doing well. He's thinking about when he's releasing the ball. You can almost tell that the thought processes are there with when and where to drive, when and where to pass, and those are the bits that I think he'd lost his confidence and lost his way with a little bit. So I think it would be disappointing to lose him in the window. I think he's um, uh, a great person to have around the squad. I think, like Tomo said, I think there's great unity in the Wolves squad, and I, you know, you wouldn't ideally want to break it. You know, we appreciate it's football and. People move on, and you know it's going to happen again in the future. Where you you're just really disappointed that somebody's left. But um, I think, the, given that we don't have a huge squad, I think he's, he's a massive player for us. He's a great option off the bench. Bench. I think he takes game, game take, take takes a game to a team when 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 he's playing and he starts as well. So I think he's got a lot to offer, and um, he's a huge part of our squad. Unlucky today, I think the via call obviously you know they've put the lines up, but he was actually you know the defender was even ahead of him when he kind of went through with him, so it's just unlucky isn't it really it's just one of those, but yeah, I'd be disappointed to see him see him go but um and it would have been nice for him to score today and and as you saw the reaction of all the players they're absolutely all buzzing for him, which is which is brilliant to see
0: um. It's a funny thing in football, isn't it, sometimes? Momentum can be a key thing. This is four wins from four now in the calendar year. It's three wins from three in the league. They're, They're playing well, they're scoring goals, they're hard to beat. They are currently in eighth place. Now, the league is quite difficult to look at in terms of there's a lot of different teams who've played a lot of different But I can see, as I was, before we even started this conversation, Tomo was already himself looking up the league table. So you know what I'm going to ask the pair of you. And again, we stress that Chris O'Ellamo is not here. So the man who would normally come out with the outlandish claims about what we could possibly (laughs) achieve is not here. But uh, almost the two of you, I guess, to to debate between you. Four points off fourth place right now, with two games in hand on West Ham... They've got a, a game in hand on Manchester United above them, who are only two points above them. Now, Tottenham have plenty of games in hand. They could be the team that, that kind of set everything to. But Arsenal only a point ahead of Wolves now. Game in hand, but Wolves have got to play Arsenal twice. Yep. I, 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 I'm going to put this question out there, and maybe it's a bit of devil's advocate, I don't know. Yep. And it's for the two of you who've played the game to answer it properly. Are we legitimately in a, a European race? Well, now? if you keep winning, <laughs> look. If you keep winning games,
1: so sooner or later you are going to keep the comments out You look at the gap. Arsenal was it three or four games ago was miles away from us. All of a sudden, you've strung some uh, victories apart uh, together. Sorry, and all of a sudden, you are in touch with a uh, like you say fourth place. You look at Arsenal. Was it a point above us? I know they've got a game in hand. Um, and you are looking at Tottenham. I know they've got a few games in hand, but. You still got to play Tottenham. Tottenham has still got to play the games. When are they going to get the chance to play the games? Are they going to be tied? You never know what the reaction is going to be. Got to play Arsenal twice. Um, and again, if you keep winning games, okay, and, and don't concede goals, sooner or later people are going to start to have a, uh, a look and see what's going on. Because I tell you what, I say look, I'm listening to all these r- results and I'm talking, listening to all these people going on about our oh, West Ham, Tottenham, this, Arsenal, this. Not once have we been mentioned. Not once. And you th-
0: look but at the do you lo- like that, though? I quite in a, in,
1: like that. In a way, I do. I think I'd I'll rather go we were under the, the radar. Yeah, I do, I agree with you. But also as well, it just shows you that the people don't take it um, that, that we're going to be pushing. They think, oh, we're going to fade away because of what we are. But I'll tell you what, momentum, belief, confidence, when you've got that within a team and a squad, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. And if you keep winning games, confidence is going to grow. And I bet you that every player in that change rooms of Wolves believes that they can any game in this league they can win at the moment they think or believe that they can and I said a few weeks ago if you don't concede goals it gives you an opportunity to win games and we've done that we've done we've won games by the odd goal by a couple of goals but by cl- keeping clean sheets it gives you a great opportunity to win games and that was the problem that we had before we've kept conceding goals. And, again, you're chasing games as such. This year, totally different. Defended well after those first few games. Where we did play well in, uh, those first three games. But after that, I think that we've shown confidence, a belief. Players have come back. We've got two big players coming back as well, Johnny and Neto, adding to the squad. So, look, those players will be biting at the bit to get into this team. And it's up for them then to keep pushing. And they'll keep pushing players that are in that starting eleven. Everybody wants to be in that starting 11. There's only 11 that can play. And that's a great thing to have, that people are pushing and making sure that they perform. Because if they don't, this manager seems the sort that he'll change everything.
0: So Tomo says, yes, we are in a European race. (laughs) Claire? I
2: think I 100% agree with Tomo. I think... We are in a great position. I think this month is going to be key going into February. The games that we have will tell the tale. We're playing all you know teams above us: uh, Arsenal to Spurs to Leicester to West Ham. I think they're tough games to to come up against. But the fact that they're probably going to be a bit more open might work in our favour. We've already beaten West Ham. Uh, like tomo said some of these other t- the bigger teams that we're going to end up playing they're going to be in europe they're going to be in cup competitions there's going to be distractions around for everybody i think the key is our, our unity uh, like tomo said that competition for places i heard fabio silva speak yesterday about um, how much he wants to be here to compete they all want to be in that starting lineup but they all sounded he sounded like i'm here to stay i'm here to compete And whoever plays does their best and we're playing you know we're in a good moment is what he kept repeating we're in a good moment and we are in a good moment we're we're riding the crest of a wave we've got to keep going on this um today was quite a big game i think because i looked at it on paper and thought you know potential banana skin it's a typical wolves game where you've gone away to brentford and you know we've we've not come back with a result so and i draw i think you'd have been a bit disappointed we've come here and got a win which is fantastic and it you know then you build again for the next game we have got a win going into the international break i love that i hate it when you you know you get a negative result going into the international break you know it feels harder to come back from but i think they'll come at the fa cup game mix it up get a few people minutes get people ready and prepped and then they'll they'll hit arsenal that that home game on um, you know can't wait for that one. I think that'll be a fantastic game at home. Molyneux will be rocking. The atmosphere has been really growing at Molyneux. The, the, the players believe it. I think the fans are believing it. I think there's a real confidence growing and a little bit like we said, it's a quiet confidence. We're kind of growing and like you say, I think we'd like to stay under the radar a little bit. I kind of like it when they talk about us. Maybe not when we latch, last time match of the day, but you know, we, we're kind <laughs> of at that position where we, we're thinking, you know what? Jeez, we, we keep going and we're not We're not losing, and and it's fantastic. It's a brilliant place to be, and I think, you know, don't underestimate the job that Bruno has done in that he's rebuilt this squad. He's slightly changed the style of play. We're, We're watching football that we enjoy watching. Little tweaks and changes here and there, but, you know, it's been watchable. We've been enjoying it. The fans are all behind it. It's great to talk about to people that are other supporters of other teams that are saying Wolves are doing brilliantly. And it's awesome, isn't it? That's that's kind of what we want. And the longer that we can keep going with this momentum, the, the better, because I think we can knock on the door for Europe. And how good would that be? be even better if we can put a, you know an FA Cup run alongside it as well. So um, it's just a great place to be, isn't it? It's, uh, I think all the Wolves fans are enjoying watching it. And you can tell that the players are really embedded and enjoying being part of that moment as well.
0: This is the thing, isn't it? They're in a situation where it was only a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about the fact that we were relatively safe and we could kind of take one eye off the Premier League and start focusing on the FA Cup maybe for a season. Now, all of a sudden, it feels like we're all kind of suggesting, actually, forget the FA Cup. We might get into Europe necessarily through the league.
1: Well, if you keep getting results, (laughs) why not? So, look, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Momentum, um, going into games, momentum going into... Whatever competition you entered, uh, the league, the FA Cup, and look, it, we all saw what it was like when, when we got to the semi-final against Watford um, and what it meant to everybody else just to have a nice cup run. Why not? So, look, at the end of the day, so look, we look what it did to uh, when we went to Europe. Uh, it was great for everybody. So, like, going to watch the Wolves play abroad and watch them playing in games. Uh, and that's what you want to see. You want to see your, your team playing at the highest level that they can. You want to see your team cha- challenging In competitions, uh, don't matter if it's the league or cup games or Europe, that's what you want to see. Um, And again,
0: all those Wolves fans will be going home really happy tonight. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, and no doubt that debate about whether we're legitimately... Uh, a European well, chasing nobody's team
1: no, nobody's talking anything as I said you, you just listen oh yeah Arsenal, Tottenham your West Ham yeah, I don't mind that no, 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 no do I at so the end of the day so look, if you don't want to talk about us we'll just keep sneaking up and just keep winning games and just picking up the points um, and look so it'll be what it'd be so look at the Ooh. end of the day
0: let me tell you, uh, all the messages we've been getting are all um, pretty much unreadable, referring to Thomas <laughs> Frank in one way or another, or uh, about Brentford and their anger. I know there was a lot of angry Brentford fans around us today, which entertained quite a few. Well, it
1: entertained me because, look, oh, we was at the you, and what they did in that second half was was awful. The, the amount of time wasting, what they did... Goalkeeper again, all the time I've seen it. I've never seen a goalkeeper changing his gloves unless he's damaged them in the game or whatever. But to actually do it throughout a the game, there's nothing wrong with because I just want to change them. I've never seen a centre half sit on the floor as many times as Janssen in that game, and just generally just <laughs> wasting time. It was just stop start the second he's half. He's
0: still not over it, Claire. And for them tomorrow, I'm
1: just smiling now because we've done it. Ex- revenge with them. So like, at the end of the day. Nothing better than to give them a, bit, a little bit of their own medicine a little bit.
0: Right. Uh, Player of the match from both of you, Claire, who would you go for?
2: Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I don't know. It's difficult to difficult to go against the back, back two, Cody Kilman. Uh, I think they're immense. Uh, Neves, I don't think. I think he grew into the game, actually. So uh, I'd possibly go Neves. One for that big moment of getting the winner, which was huge, and two the fact that he did grow into the game, kept grafting away, and and you know the perform the result the result obviously came by by his grafting, uh, obviously the game the game came came round to his way, and I think he, he brilliantly as always.
1: I'm going to go with his partner. I thought Matinho. I thought played well in that middle. I think that he showed all his experience throughout the game. Even when Brentford was throwing absolutely loads at him and saying like just his positioning and to top it off a great finish as well, but I just think that he he just showed the reason why he's playing in this team and the reason
0: why he's such a top uh, class player. Okay, brilliant, thank you very much to both of you. We are next with you on Matchday Live Extra for the FA Cup fourth round against Norwich on the fifth of February. The under 23s are in action. Before that I'm on my way to Sunderland on Monday night to see James Collins' team in action in Premier League 2. You can watch it for free on Wolves TV. So we had a clash of heads, concussion subs, a drone, a referee technical fault, a red card overturned, a goal overturned, a manager red card and goals from Wolves' majestic two midfielders. What a day it has been here at the Brentford Community Stadium. It finished Brentford 1, Wolves 2. We'll see you all soon.